Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Let's look at some of these numbers and some of these NFL games and see if we can pick some winners, regardless of everything that unfolds in the actual game. So let's start off with the Steelers and the Bills. And I do think the number could be, you know, the factor in this one that we need to take note of. Because number one, the Steelers and Bills game is expected to be played in the elements. We're supposed to see wind gusts up to 45 miles an hour in Buffalo, which we know it's not just the cold, it's also the wind that can severely impact totals. Because think of kickers, think of teams that like to pass the football down the field. The wind and these wind gusts can make these passes and these kicks extremely volatile. So we're seeing a 10-point spread, but a total of 35 and a half. And Jenks, I did see the rumor floating around that they were going to move this game. I think the mm-hmm. NFL has come out and said that this is absolutely not happening. So just from a number standpoint, a 10-point spread with a mm-hmm. 35 and a half point total, is there a way to justify taking the Bills here? Or are you on the other side? I like the Bills. It opened up at nine and a half. Yeah, I like the Bills. I'm telling you. I don't know how the Steelers are going to move the football. I just I just don't know. How are they going to move the football with Mason Rudolph? I wanted to say Kyle Rudolph again just for fun, but it's (laughs) Kyle Rudolph. (laughs) How are they gonna move the football with Kyle Rudolph at quarterback? Mason Rudolph is not a good quarterback. The Steelers don't have a good don't have a good offense, obviously. Now we can go back into the old trope, whether it's true or not. Mike Tomlin, I mean, here they are again, Steelers in the playoffs each and every single year. They find a way. They'll be prepared. But you're right. A double-digit spread with a a total this low is a little daunting to think about. But ultimately, the Bills are playing their best football of the season as long as Josh Allen can hold on to the football, I could, I like the under in this game. I know the BetQL model likes the over because this is such a low total. I, I disagree. I, I still like the under. And also, I'll say this. T.J. Watt being banged up for the Steelers is huge. Absolutely huge. There are very few players in the NFL, particularly on defense, that when they leave a lineup, all of a sudden the defense takes a monster step back. That's how impactful he is. I think with him out and it being in Buffalo and the way the Bills are playing right now, I could honestly see a 
20 to 7 game. And the Bills cover and the under hits, and that's where I'm going to go. I wouldn't be shocked if that's our final score. And I think because of TJ Watt being out, excuse me, I had a burp. Uh, that's why I wouldn't be on the Steelers as something that is making the official card for me. But I don't think I can lay 10 with Buffalo. Like we had this discussion earlier earlier about the inconsistency mm-hmm. of the Bills. When they are playing at their best, they look amazing. They could beat probably any team in the mm-hmm. NFL. But then the interceptions come. And I'm aware that they beat the Dolphins despite three turnovers from Josh Allen. But still, that has been the knock on Josh Allen mm-hmm. this season is that he turns the ball over. This is still a good Steelers defense. Granted, no T.J. Watt, and he's basically like the quarterback of the defense. He means a lot to them. But still, I don't think I want to lay 10 with a team that beat the Chargers with an interim coach by two points. Mm. Beat the Patriots at home by a mere seven points. The Steelers aren't good. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying 10 points is a lot of points in the playoffs where weather is going to be a factor. Because look at the Bills. They're not a team that, even though they play in Buffalo, they have like a warm weather style of offense. And I guess here's the point against that, which maybe you would bring this up, is they have moved more towards a run game. You know, James Cook has come on down the stretch. So maybe that's a point in your favor, saying even though the weather is bad, the Bills have now made themselves a little bit more two-dimensional on the offense. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I think that's a fair point to make. And I I honestly think if the Bills want to win, they need to be more two-dimensional. And that's how they got on this winning streak, which is saying, okay, Mm -hmm. let's not make Josh Allen do everything. And honestly, they kind of got away from it last week in Miami, and it almost came back to bite them. They won that game. But Josh Allen had what? Three turnovers, couple picks, and a fumble. And that's because they kind of reverted back. It's, It's hard to get away from your nature. And for so long, they've said, Josh, win it, Josh, win it, Josh, win it. But I think they need to be careful with that because he does have a a propensity to turn it over in big spots. So if the Bills are smart, especially against the Steelers, I think the way you play it is, if you're Buffalo, at least from a strategy perspective, you say, yeah, let's run the ball as well. Let's not ask Josh to do everything unless he has to. And against the Steelers, he shouldn't have to. Right. I think the bottom line for me is that I don't want to play a 10-point favorite unless I feel really damn good about it. So I think it's not going to be on the card for me. Like, I think I would lean towards the Steelers, but it's definitely not an official. And one of the narratives or one of the, you know, 
situations where I have felt really comfortable in a team laying a big number is the Cowboys at home. This has been a narrative all regular season long. It should be noted they have been piling up the points on some bad teams. So this weekend we have the Cowboys hosting the Packers in the 430 game. And this spread's come down because my initial instinct was, okay, Cowboys at home. This has been an angle all season long. Opened at Cowboys length seven and a half. Now it's down to seven. Total of 50 and a half. So, Jenks, what do you make of this line movement? Mm, I don't know. I, I got to say, I, I love it. I love it because I'm in the Cowboys. I absolutely love it. Honestly, I think it's an interesting question, too. We We had that statistic earlier in the week where – if you look at rookie quarterbacks or quarterbacks mm-hmm. making their first appearance in the playoffs, how they're what around 32% all time against the number. I wonder if you can make chat. money just by. Yeah. So here you go. You just put this in quarterbacks making their first playoff start against quarterbacks who have playoff experience are 17, 35 and one against the number. That is a percentage of 32.7%. So I wonder if you fade every quarterback making his first start in the playoffs this weekend, if you could make yourself some money. Maybe. I, I, I just think the Cowboys, if this were seven points on the road, which it wouldn't be if we were in Green Bay, but the Cowboys are so good at home. Undefeated at home this season, and they have averaged at home this season. 41 points per game. The Cowboys are a juggernaut when playing in Big D, and I will trust Dak and the Cowboys against Jordan Love making his first ever playoff appearance. I'm glad it's moving in a different direction. Normally, I don't like going against the money, but I'm on the Cowboys. I'll take the Cowboys minus seven. How much is this statistic changing your viewpoint on some of these games? Because it does feel like a pretty relevant one. And shout out to Bill Mm -hmm. Rowland for giving us this stat. I think it's a great jumping off point. I do think you have to consider, you always try to poke holes in a stat and say, okay, in what situation does this not matter? But I do think in situations where the quarterback is being asked to do a lot, that's when this really matters. You know, if it was a team where their identity was defense and running the football, I would say, okay, well, it's not really dependent on this quarterback who's making his first playoff start. But, you know, in most of these cases, C.J. Stroud is the offense for the Texans. Jordan Love has to at least do something for the Packers to stay in this game. So I think I would lean with you. I'd lean towards seven and Cowboys at home. Although Dak Prescott and the Cowboys have been really hard to trust in the postseason. I will say the other metric in this one, Dak Prescott, just two and four straight up in his playoff career. Does that scare you? No, it doesn't because I I understand why people hate on the Cowboys. They it feels like they're in this position every year, doesn't it? They're in this position mm-hmm. every year and they falter. But I kind of have a sneaking feeling that the Cowboys are different this year. Dak is different this year. Remember last year he led the NFL in interceptions and he has busted through that narrative this year. He's used his legs more. The Cowboys are much better than they have been in recent years. And so it doesn't scare me like it would have maybe last year or a couple years ago.